All righty, back out of here on the fan. Now it's time to get to the fan focus. We lead off. It's Nick riding solo in the afternoon on Miles Garrett's leadership. Think about how ridiculous it is that Miles Garrett had 16 sacks last year, and the next closest player on the roster wasn't within 12 sacks of him. That's not Miles Garrett's fault. That is the coaching staff's fault, and that is the front office's fault for not putting enough talent there. And I'm sensitive to it because I'll be honest with you, I've gotten to a point where even though I think Miles probably still is a little bit immature in some ways, listen, you don't you don't have the, the car wreck incident, amongst other things. You don't have the constant throwing Joe Woods under the bus and then saying, well, I'm not throwing him under the bus. You don't, you don't have these kind of inconsistencies without there still being a young guy involved. Oh, by the way, he's also incredibly young. I know he's I know he's played a lot in the NFL, but like he's still not thirty. And again, none of this is to defend Miles. I just I can't for the life of me figure out why this guy has become underrated in this town. And he is the knocks on him, not outside of him. I'm talking about in this town. Are he doesn't play hard. I don't know. Sixteen sacks over the last two years. Having 74 and a half sacks in your six or seven year career, that feels like playing hard to me. When your job is to get to the quarterback and you do it at a ridiculous level, along the same lines as TJ Watt, along the same lines as Nick and Joey Bosa, I would imagine you've done your job. And like, then it becomes, well, but they don't win. Yeah, they don't win in spite of Miles Garrett's greatness. Yeah, I, I think the thing we have to acknowledge a little bit more is that and because we just don't get to watch other teams the same way we watch the Browns and Miles Garrett Miles Garrett's legitimately double teamed more than any player in the NFL by a wide margin and we just have to give him more credit for that that's all he had a really bad defensive line around him last year I think things are going to change this year because you got to take care of Tomlinson you got to keep an eye on Zedaria Smith I think it's going to open up for Miles Garrett in a big way this year and I think he's going to have a monster season Next up, we go to the morning show, Ken and Anthony, on Kirk Cousins' TV setup in the Netflix show, Quarterback. There's a fireplace and there's a TV off to the side of it. There's a painting over the fireplace. And my whole thing was... Well, first of all, tell people how big the TV is. The TV is not big. The TV is probably about... It's a, it's a 35 inches? It's probably... No, it's bigger than that. It, it's a 42 <laughs> to 50, somewhere yeah, around it's, there. Yeah, it's probably... What are standard size televisions? Forty two is well, that fifty five has become like the you can get one Beginning. of these for four hundred yeah. bucks. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, yeah. I don't think that's a fifty five inch TV though. Like that's that's if it is, it's it's on the edge there. I don't I don't know. So what under, I'm going to do is it goes from his shoulder, although he's been over to just above the top part of the thigh. I will now do a measurement <laughs> on their cousin. It looks like honestly, life. it looks like a baseball strike zone. Is where it, it kind of is That's where he's a hunched. Good spot, yeah, and so, it's placed a on. Wide, though. What would you a say? Wide, it's wide. placed on what would look like a. There's no bay window there, but if there was a bay window lane area for your cats, <laughs> that's what it looks yeah. like it would be placed on. It's with the it's, base. It's yeah. a it's a bench in like a reading nook. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna say it right now. The layout of this living room is bleeped. It is. Yeah. Second of all, second thing. It, it almost looks like a layout of a split level that was built in the early '90s yes. that you moved into, which you wouldn't think Kirk Cousins, who's made how much money? 
150 million. Hundreds I don't of millions know. He, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars you wouldn't, in his career. You wouldn't well, think that uh, he would buy 100. a house that would be like that and have that limitation. Well, it, it turned into. I, I don't know if we're going to actually answer any of these questions during this segment. This has to be fleshed out. This is an itch that oh, I have this to scratch. All day thing. Yeah. This is an itch that I have to. Yeah, in, in I need answers. Like, there's going to be multiple questions throughout the show because Lima went down this rabbit hole. Because my my issue was where else? I started becoming defensive of Kirk Cousins because I go, where else mm-hmm. is he supposed to put the TV? Because when I got my TV from Extend Technologies, I. I had a picture of it in the living room, and I had several people go, uh, you put your TV over your fireplace, really? And I'm going, where else am I supposed to put the TV? You show me, hot shot. Right. Where else am I supposed to put my I television? I didn't know that was taboo. Is that considered a no-no? I, I didn't know that either. My TV's right over my fireplace. Now, I don't ever use my fireplace is the only thing I would say on that. So... Can we not put it over the fireplace because people are worried that the fire and everything attached to the fireplace is going to damage the TV? Or is it all aesthetics? That's what I need to have answered. If you know, at Jay Peterlin, please fill me in on this. I never knew that you couldn't do it. Literally, my my living room setup, though, is that's where they want you to put the TV. It's fireplace. It's a wall that has an outlet in the wall mixed in with all the different rock formation. To put the TV dead center right there. It's the most inviting place for a TV in the entire household. So I don't know what else to do if not. But if it's taboo, I need to know because I don't like being taboo. I mean, come on, guys. I'm not changing it. It's too late for that. But I I would like to know so when people come over, if they want to judge, I can know that they're judging. Again, not changing any bit of it, but it's nice to know. We go to Basket and Phelps in the midday on LeBron announcing his what, you can announce a non-retirement? That's what he did last night. Here we go. He has the skills where he doesn't have to use the physicality, I think. You know? He he can handle the ball. He can pass the ball. He's not a great shooter, but he's a, a, a streaky good shooter. If he, based on the way he played at the age of 38, Andy, unless he's one of those guys where he loses it really, really fast, and that happens sometimes, Right? That, that'll happen to pro athletes sometimes. Right. If he's not one of those guys and there's a steady decline, the way he played last year, he could go another two or three years. I, I don't want to say four. I think that's a little much. Mm. But three, I think. We'll talk about LeBron 10 o'clock hour, but I, I find it fascinating. I don't think you can put a limit on LeBron. You know, they say Father Time is undefeated. Father Time didn't really beat Tom Brady. Tom Brady beat Tom Brady. Tom Brady, at the end of it, understood this football thing, as great as it was, not doing it another year. And that's after he retired and then unretired, okay? So I, with LeBron, I just think LeBron gets to call out his, num- his own number. I just I think he's that special, and I, I agree with Jeff. He can do whatever he wants and doesn't need parts of what his athleticism has given him in order to be successful. That's how really good he is. That's how talented he is. So I don't know that LeBron is dependent on most of the factors that, let's say, other guys at younger ages had to step away for, had to step away the game from, like Larry Bird, for instance. Larry Bird hit 35, and 35 hit Larry Bird like a Mack truck. Doesn't have to happen that way. Not with LeBron. All right. We go back to Afternoon Drive. It's Nick with Keith on whether or not you can... What's your dog doo-doo in a neighbor's trash can? One, anybody's ever had to pick up 
their own dog do, guys, it's the bag does not help. The bag does not help. You can still feel the warmth. Um, you can still feel the viscosity. It is not okay. Don't be throwing it in my trash can. Why? It's my trash can. Okay. And by and? the way, that goes back in my garage. So if any of that comes out in the bag, then I have to clean my trash can out. I think. Are you cleaning ha- my trash? Ha- has that happened, by the way? Are, no, but trash cans stink over time. Like, you put more trash in them over time, they, they end up stinking. I don't need okay, so leftover you can, dog but, residue so you, in, my, in my trash can. So you can differentiate leftover dog the way, residue my, from the rest of the stink in the trash can. Well, I, yes, you absolutely could. If you could absolutely smell that over every other piece of trash in there. I feel like yes, I feel absolutely. like I need some some waste and by management the way, when folks. Flies, when flies get in there and lay eggs and stuff, it gets even more disgusting. Which is not the only that's you you have a bigger you're a bigger role of the stink in the trash can than the dog is. I don't understand. I'm with I'm with Chris Rose on this. Just carry it back the extra block to your own house and throw it in your own trash. I don't want it in my trash. But why? And why does it matter? Because, it's like I said, that, that's a straw man argument. And by the way, those bags don't break. Those bags are impenetrable. That, those bags are Fort Knox. By the way, that trash can, mine doesn't sit on the street. Mine sits in my driveway. That's part of my property. Don't be throwing your dog doo doo on my property. I agree with Nick. I, I think any can is fair play. Although I will admit. I personally would never put it into another trash can. I, I just wouldn't. I would feel weird about it. So maybe I'm I'm splitting the baby a little bit here. I'm not entirely sure. We just showed double tens at the blackjack table. I'm telling you to split it. I I agree with Nick. It shouldn't be a big deal. But I also wouldn't do it myself. I would carry the bag. I also don't have dogs, though. So this is not a great uh, scenario for me. My mom came and visited. I was downtown. My mom came and visited me, and uh, I took the dogs for a walk, and I forgot to have a bag once, and it's the worst. I The dog went to the bathroom downtown Cleveland, right on the sidewalk, and I, I thought to myself, oh no, this is just a miserable situation to be in, and this guy looked at me and said, not even going to bother to clean it up? I said, I said I'm going to my apartment. I, I, I forgot a bag. He goes, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're just going to keep walking. And I swear to you, I went to the apartment, went upstairs, came back down, and I picked it up. I had just forgotten. I hadn't walked a dog in a really long time. A real pain. Sometimes with these dog and dog situations. I love dogs. Had dogs my whole entire childhood. But, uh, yeah. I'm not putting it in somebody else's trash can. That's for sure. All right, Ken and Anthony on Art Modell to the Hall of Fame. Fire it up, Owen. I know you're sitting on it. Fire it up. Do it. It's the summer series it. you've all been waiting Do for. Do it, everybody. It's what we it all want. It is absolutely what it is. You're a hack. You're yeah, a hack. thank you. Hack. I was proud of this one. Hack. Please welcome our latest entrant into the summer you hack. You say hack. Series. This is going to permeate Cleveland Twitter all day today now. Here we go. Making fun of us, of course, but then answering the question on whether or not if they say the deal is Art Modell gets into the Hall of Fame finally. The the Hall of Fame is what I don't even know what family members he has left to win the Super Bowl, but it's all they care about. I'm guaranteed a Super Bowl, but Art Modell gets to go to the Hall of Fame. And you know what? You're guaranteed this year. This is the year you get it. You don't even have to wait. It's this year we get everything we've been hoping for our whole lives. Hack! Thank you. I am steadfast to keep Art out of the Hall of Fame for a multitude of reasons. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. You know what? I I heard. 
when they did the Gateway Project, credit to uh, John Sable and uh, uh, Scott Sable. And you know what? Steve Sable and Ed Sable. All the Sables for and that former matter. former wrestling valet Sable. Sable. All the Sables. Oh, I remember. Credit to the Sables. They had on all the Gateway Project people, and they highlighted during that, like Art Modell, the, the tremendous rent that he charged the Indians. Yeah. And basically, that was the reason why the Indians were so terrible for 30-something years is because they couldn't afford it. They couldn't break even. They kept losing money. That's why they kept having to change hands. Art Modell was the reason that Jim Brown retired. He mm-hmm. fired Paul Brown. Mm-hmm. And he kept the baseball team bad for crying out loud that people don't want to recognize outside of the city. And because of that, it's like, no, he cannot be in the Hall of Fame. I'll never tell you to let it go. Never. You can always hate Art Modell. I'll never tell you to let go of the hate for Art Modell that you have in your heart. But I'm taking the Super Bowl. It's nuts that people were all day calling in saying they would not take the Super Bowl. They'd rather have Art Modell not in the Hall of Fame. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Take the Hall of Fame and whatever bust that he would be given, and you can go ahead and I, I can tell you to personally polish it up until the until the thing can't be polished up anymore. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The dude's dead. He doesn't care. He's been dead for a decade. He doesn't care. Get your Super Bowl instead. That's where you create real memories. Not whether or not he's got a bust in Canton. Come on, people. Don't chop off your nose to spite your face. I know you didn't mean it. I know you were just, you know, passionate today. It's okay. But come on. We take the Super Bowl around these parts. All right. Leave that there. We come on back. I want to hear from you. 216-474-0092. Robert Kraft tells the Boston Globe pressure will be on Bill Belichick if he doesn't make it to the postseason. Mike Tomlin, there are rumors of him having an extension. How long can you go without winning in the postseason before we start to question some of these people? And why is it Mike Tomlin gets a pass when Belichick, the author of six Super Bowls, doesn't? 216-474-0092. Fan focus at 940. Your phone calls, your reactions, and more next right here on The Fan.